we had Fresh Move tonight online, and the recording got messed up a little bit. So I'm going to share with you right here, right now, some of the things that we shared on there. I had sent out an email about tonight's meeting, and uh, I'll just read a part of that just so you can get kind of the gist of where we're going. I wrote in my email to my to my partners and friends, uh, everyone expects gifts at Christmas. It seems to me that it's just the way it is. I'm 60 years old now, and I have never had a Christmas without receiving gifts. I always get something. We give gifts because our Father gives gifts. Our Father God is the ultimate giver. And then I shared some scriptures here. James chapter 1 says that every good and perfect gift comes down from our Heavenly Father. He gave us Jesus. In Ephesians 4 and Acts chapter 2, Jesus gives gifts to the church. He gave the Holy Spirit plus the fivefold ministry gifts. In 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12, the Holy Spirit gives all the spiritual gifts. And I wrote, wow, they all get in on it. It is God's nature to give. Gifts are no good unless you open them. Let's talk about opening the gifts and celebrate the one who gave all this blessing and abundance to us. So that's kind of what I want to talk about. <clears throat> and in James chapter 1, it says that every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, from whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Now, if you remember in John chapter 3, verse 16, it said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God the Father gave the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. God gave you, my friend, the gift of Jesus Christ. And if you receive that gift, if you open up the package, and I, like I was, I was sharing with my, my group tonight, I said, listen, I guarantee you this coming Sunday morning, there's going to be some gifts there for me, and I guarantee you I'm going to open every one of them because I want to know what they are. I want to know what I, how I can use them, how it could be a blessing in my life. But we need to understand that God is the ultimate giver of gifts. And he wants you to open every single gift he ever gave you. Well, how do we do that? It says every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father above. Amen. So, he gave the gift. The number one gift that we've received is Jesus Christ. Now, that's the most important thing. Obviously, he gave you the gift of life. The gift of Jesus Christ is given to you. The Son of God was given to you as a gift. And if you will receive him and you open that gift, find out truly who is Jesus Christ. What is he supposed to be to you? And how can you experience more of this gift that God gave? That's a beautiful thing. God wants us to receive Jesus Christ, believe in him. What is the work, the, the scripture says, what is the work that we're supposed to do? 
the work that God has, and Jesus said this, the work that God wants you to do is to believe in the one whom he sent. Believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And if you will believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, put your faith in him. Trust that he is from God. Trust that he is who he said he is. Some say he's just a great, uh, a great prophet or a great uh, philosopher. I even have some family members who say, well, I'm all for Jesus and, you know, as a great philosopher. I said, well, you know, he either is who he said he is or he's a liar. And Jesus said that he was the Son of God. And he said that he was the Messiah. Well, if he said that, then I believe it. Because I mix my faith with Jesus Christ. I believe in him. I want who Jesus is. And I want the gift of who he is to permeate every area of my life. I want to open the package. I want to open the present. The present of Jesus Christ. You, my friends, can experience Jesus in your life in very powerful ways. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 <clears throat> says, If any of you sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. And we just confess our sins. And he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So not only does he forgive you, but he washes you up. He cleanses you so that you won't have that tendency to do that same thing again. God loves you. He wants you to be free. He wants you to live without the fear of death. Jesus wants you to live without the fear of death. It says that he came to give you life and life more abundantly. It says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief, referring to the devil, comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. But it says that Jesus has come to give you life and life more abundantly. Or another translation, to give you life and abundance. My friends, <clears throat> God loves you. He wants you to receive from him. He loves you. My friends, I encourage you to get to know Jesus. He, the Bible says that he is the author and the perfecter of your faith. The Bible says that Jesus is the Son of God. The Bible says that Jesus gave his life so that you would have life. He took your death upon himself. And it says in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, it says, For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, so that we through his poverty might become rich. My friends, there is so much. It says, it says that he took the stripes on his back for the healing of our bodies. Isaiah 53, 5 says, by his stripes, we are healed. Well, get to know Jesus. There's quite a bit wrapped up in the package of Jesus Christ. My friends, be encouraged. Get to know Jesus. This is why when, 
when we meet a new believer, we encourage them to get into the scriptures and read the Bible. But especially, a great place to start is to start by reading the book of John. Because the book of John seems to paint Jesus in a beautiful light of one who deeply loves each one of us. As a matter of fact, John was so convinced of Jesus' love for him that he called himself the one that Jesus loved. Okay, well, Jesus loves all of us. Yeah, but John was experiencing it personally for himself. Well, so when we read the book of John, we get that perspective and we begin to receive who Jesus Christ is. And we begin to sense his love for us personally. My friends, this is beautiful. Okay? So, Jesus Christ is a wonderful gift. And if you've never received him, God the Father gave you Jesus Christ as a Christmas present. And I recommend you open the present. The scripture says, <clears throat> Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Well, call on the name of Jesus. That's how you get to know him. Call him. Jesus. Just call his name. Jesus. You could say it this way. Jesus, if, you reveal, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. Lord, I want to know you. You make it an effort on your part to get to know God. And that, my friends, is opening the gift of who Jesus Christ is. Now, Jesus, after at the end of his life, he said, it's better for you that I go away, because if I don't go away, I cannot send the gift that the Father has promised. Well, what was that? The Holy Spirit. So in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit was given. They were all in the upper room. There was 120 of the disciples up there. And they were all together. And it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, in other words, when the sun was up, they heard the sound of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole place where they were seated. And there appeared what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Well, the Holy Spirit was given. And then it says that they all began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit gave them the words to speak. He was speaking through them. <clears throat> and as it says, they were declaring the goodness of God, the good works of God. So on that day, those disciples who were quite afraid, on that day they became righteous. They became bold as a lion. They went out and preached in the streets. And the people from other nations began to hear them to speak in their own languages while they were speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit was speaking through them. The first thing the Holy Spirit wants to do when he comes into you, he wants to get a hold of your tongue because that's where all of your authority is. It's in your mouth and what you say. So we begin to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. He wants to speak through you. So 
opening the gift of the Holy Spirit and beginning to learn who is the Holy Spirit. Well, if you think about the Holy Spirit as the anointing of God, in the Old Testament, if you think about Samson, when he was about to do a mighty feat, you know, like uh, kill a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of an ass, it said that the anointing came upon him. When he picked up the city gates of one city and took them down to the next city, the anointing of God came upon him. It's a supernatural empowerment from God. The Holy Spirit is the anointing. So if you think about Jesus Christ, he is the promised Messiah. Now the word Messiah means the anointed one. Well, what does anointed mean? That means that you've received this supernatural empowerment, just like Samson or any of the prophets of the Old Testament who did amazing things. The anointing of God came upon each one of them, and that power was released through them because they cooperated with the anointing of God. So Jesus, as the Messiah, he was the anointed one. Well, let me ask you a question. What is the anointing with which Jesus was anointed? And I can tell you this, that anointing that Jesus was anointed with is this. It's the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that God wants to dwell on us is the same Spirit that Jesus had resting on him. And this is why Jesus said at the end of his life, it's better that I go away because if I don't go, then I cannot send the Holy Spirit. So now, as of the day of Pentecost, we have received power. The Holy Spirit, when we ask, it says that Jesus said, um, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? So my friends, if you have received Jesus Christ, then you have the opportunity to receive the Holy Spirit. Now, when you got born again, if you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you got the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. However, there is an empowerment. There is an anointing that changes you into a fisher of men. It transforms you because Jesus said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Well, coming and following Jesus gets you born again, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit is what makes you a fisher of men. And I've seen this over and over in my life. People who are baptized with the Holy Spirit seem to have an enormous ability to get people to come into the kingdom of God, to get people to latch on to Jesus Christ. It's an amazing thing, but this is what was promised in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Jesus said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Well, my friends, you will be my witnesses means you will tell what has happened. That's all a witness has to do is just give their version of the story. And I'm telling you this, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you in power, 
all of a sudden you've got testimony you've got things to share with people that will change their life and they will be interested in hearing it because you know you may be able to argue theology with people but nobody can argue with your testimony because they weren't there you were there friends God wants to give you a very strong and powerful testimony and he wants to give you the ability to share that testimony with other people so that their lives as well can be transformed my friends this is what it's like to open up the package of the Holy Spirit open up the gift of the Holy Spirit if you've never been baptized with the Holy Spirit simply do this just say Heavenly Father I ask you to fill me with your precious Holy Spirit Jesus I receive this gift that you've given Holy Spirit you are welcome here now if you have any fear about that if you're afraid that if you say such a thing that that you know a demon would come or something like that well Jesus gave a little parable about that he said how many of you if your son asked you for a loaf of bread would you give him a stone no if he asked you for a fish would you give him a serpent no and he said you being evil know how to give your children good gifts how much more will my Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask so my friends Jesus is trying to build your confidence to ask God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit he's trying to put at rest any thought that if you pray for this that you would get something other than the Holy Spirit if you ask God for the Holy Spirit he's not going to give you a demon he's going to give you the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit then does is he gives you the same power that Jesus had as he walked the earth and as he ministered in this world the same power and that's how you and I can do the same works that Jesus did and greater in quantity works than these amen so that's opening the gift of the Holy Spirit my friends you and I have the responsibility to open up the gifts that God has given us dear friends I hope this is helping you I believe that it is okay so next um, so we see that God the Father gave Jesus Christ now Jesus Christ gave the gift of the Holy Spirit and, and the Father did as well next the Holy Spirit gave gifts right and if we look in uh, Romans chapter 12 we see that the Holy Spirit gave gifts like the gift of encouragement the gift of teaching the gift of leadership the gift of uh, giving the gift of mercy the gift of helping people you know oh there's all these gifts that the Holy Spirit gives in Romans chapter 12 and I encourage you to read those because each of those is a supernatural empowerment by the Holy Spirit for you to be a blessing in the body of Christ next he gave in 1st Corinthians 12 he gave a whole batch of gifts to the church and these are called, referred to as the gifts of the Spirit as well and these refer to um, 
and, and the, the list there includes speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, uh, discerning of spirits, um, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, the gifts of healings, the working of miracles, and the gift of faith. So those nine gifts are gifts that are um, really pretty extraordinary. I have a lot of teaching on all of these things, and I would encourage you to go back in my podcast or in my Facebook page um, uh, and to, to read to go back through some of these teachings and learn these things. It's too much to talk about in this one setting here. I don't want to make this too long. But I have this teaching available, and I really encourage you to learn. I also have a class about this. It's called Fresh Move, and, and it's about coming into living the Spirit-filled life. And you can find out more about that at my website, josephbarlow.com. And while you're there, I would encourage you to Join the mailing list so that you could receive updates about the ministry. <clears throat> also, if you would subscribe to this podcast, that would be a great blessing to me. And like I've shared before, give us a, a thumbs up or a five-star rating. That would help other people to be attracted to this teaching. And I think this could really help you. Okay? So we have the responsibility to open the gifts that God has given us. God gave us Jesus. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave us these other gifts, the gifts of the Spirit in Romans 12 and the gifts of the Spirit in Romans or in 1 Corinthians 12. Next, uh, Jesus himself gave gifts. And it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, it says Jesus, that he gave uh, well, let me start at verse 10. Ephesians 4.10, He who descended, that's Jesus, that's referring to descending into hell, is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, that means mature, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, if you look again in verse 11, it says, For Jesus himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Now, what this is sharing with you is that Jesus himself gave gifts to the church. But the gifts that Jesus gave are people. Now, I myself would stand in the office of a, a, a pastor or a prophet or a teacher, something like that. I prophesy a lot. Uh, I teach a lot. And I love to just take care of people. So those offices of the, the pastor, the prophet, the teacher... Those are kind of what I stand in. But there's sometimes when I function as an evangelist, when I'm sharing the gospel with somebody. And there's times when I function as an apostle, when I'm starting something like Joseph Barlow Ministries, you know, or I started Family Life Christian Center in Carroll Stream, you know, Illinois. Anyway, so there's different, you stand in different roles at different times, but there's, uh, these gifts are given by Jesus Christ. Now, I was sharing this with the people who joined me tonight on the Zoom call. I said, you who have come to listen to this teaching that I'm sharing with you, you are opening the gift. 
you are partaking of who I am and what God created me to be and the blessing that I was supposed I was made to be to you now as I speak your hearts are being filled with faith and that's my desire I want your hearts to be filled with faith now the people who don't listen are not opening the gift so the people who don't go to church they are not partaking of the gift of who their pastor is you know if you never go see a movie you're not partaking of that movie the gift that Jesus gave to the church is apostles prophets pastors evangelists and, te- and pastors and teachers apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers those are the gifts that Jesus gave to the church and he wants us to open those so there are times when I'm like feeling a little low or bummed out and I'm realizing wait a second I haven't been listening to any good teaching lately I need to get filled up because it says in Romans chapter 10 verse 17 that faith comes by hearing the Word of God so if I spend time getting filled up with the Word of God it's gonna strengthen me it's going to enable me it's going to empower me to be a blessing right and uh, and it helps me to grow up like it says in Ephesians 4 and it says uh, verse 12 it says that all of these gifts the Apostle prophet evangelist pastor teacher were given for the equipping of the Saints that's the body of Christ for the works of the ministry for the edifying or building up the body of Christ so God gave these gifts and he wants all of us to open the gift so who is it that God has placed over you in the body of Christ because it says to um, uh, to obey those who who are over you in the Lord right well who is it that is over you in the Lord do you belong to a local church maybe you've given up on church I understand a lot of people have a lot of people went to church looking for Jesus and they found out that he did not attend that church and they haven't been able to find anything well who is over you in the Lord there was a time back in early 80s when I started attending our old church and at one point I knew in my heart that I needed to establish this particular man as my pastor so I went to him one night after a service I I said pastor I want you to know that in my heart I have established you as my pastor and I and I really knew that that was the right thing for me to do and I did that I let him know that not only was I looking to him but he had a responsibility to me and that was a really good thing I had after I was pastoring for several years a young man came into my office and he said pastor I want to let you know that I've established you as my pastor my goodness uh, that relationship that I have with that young man is so so beautiful okay he was single when he told me that he's now married they were believing God for children and now they have three children beautiful family beautiful I was able to do their wedding and they hold me in that position in their life as pastor and I love it I I honor that I think I'm thankful for that but they open the gift now there's 
a friend of mine, I, I've shared about this in the past, but there's a friend of mine, when he comes to visit, and when he's staying in my house or we're just spending some time together, it just seems to me that I prophesy quite often to him. And there's just this wide open door for me to prophesy into his life. Well, that's because his heart is open to me. And he is opening the gift of who I am. And as he receives from me, the gift, the, the Christmas present is being opened. Joe Barlow gets to become who Joe Barlow was created to be because this brother lets me be the gift. that. And so every person, when I was pastoring, every person who would come to the church, they were empowering me to be what I was created to be. They were opening the package. They were receiving. And anybody who listens to this podcast, you are opening the gift of who I am and who I am created to be. This is quite a blessing. And we need to do this for all the people around us. It might be your spouse, it might be your wife or your husband or your child, that they are a true gift to you. Yet maybe you haven't really opened the package fully. Maybe you need to give them the room to become who they're really called to be. And that comes by putting a pull on the gifting of who they are. And uh, I hope God gives you revelation about that. So, they, the gifts that God has given, he wants you to open them. Every single one of them. Ask God if there are more gifts that he wants you to open. My friends, I hope you've enjoyed this message. And I hope you enjoy this coming Christmas and the holiday season. Be a blessing to some, some people. There's so many people who really, really need who you are. Why don't you be the gift? Open up and let others see who God has made you to be and be the blessing God created you to be. My friends, God bless you. And thank you so much for listening. If you would, go to www.josephbarlow.com and become a partner. Uh, you could do a one-time gift or you could do a, a monthly gift. But be praying for this ministry. God has put some mighty things on my heart. And I need to go ahead and bring those forth to the earth. But I need partners to do it uh, because God said so. God said you're not to do this alone, but you must have partners. So my friends, I'm inviting you to become a part of Joseph Barlow Ministries. Become part of my team. Become a partner with me. And let's get this gospel out. God bless you, my friends. God bless you. Bye-bye.